Hello and welcome to the Mental Health Gaming Podcast. This is episode 18. And again, I am joined by Stu. Usually we do a little bit of a light-hearted opening to these and we'll go in and chat about video games. But stuff's going on in the world at the moment that isn't just around a pandemic. There's some horrible stuff going on in America after the we'll call it what it is, the murder of George Floyd and the protests and the reaction to those protests. And it's having an effect on my mental health. I know it's having an effect on other people's mental health and it's definitely something we'll be discussing. So if you're here for video games chat, I do apologise. We will have something else that covers just video games at a later time. Uh, But with that, Stu, I will ask you still, how are you feeling? So I'm feeling, you know, conflicted. I think because what's happening in, in America right now is a combination of issues that are specific to those guys and also more of a worldwide trend. And it feels like it's coming to a head to a certain degree. How far it goes from this point is yet to be determined. but it makes me feel very unstable in an already unstable sort of situation. Mm. The sort of underlying thing is it makes me feel completely destabilised at the moment. Mm. How about you? Yeah, it is kind of that as well. I was having a discussion with my partner the, the other day, actually, and we was talking about the guilt we was feeling due to the pandemic and how our lives have actually improved since the pandemic. And I've spent, not constantly looking, but the past 48 hours at least, being bombarded with just the utter shit show that has been going on in America. And when I say shit show, I don't mean the protesters. I I, I fully understand the Black Lives Matter movement. I, I fully support it. And I get them doing it. I get why this needs to happen. But when I say shit show, I'm on about the other side of it, the way those in power are turning against people the way they are reacting to people in in a violent manner even peaceful protest people relate reacting to them in a violent manner and that has me worried because i thought as a as a human race during the pandemic we was going to be going down another route where we saw so many acts of kindness we saw so many people being better versions of themselves and we're starting to see that's all being thrown out the window and that yeah that has me feeling so much anxiety inside and yeah i don't know what to think at the moment it's it's very hard to focus on positives when i don't know what the positives are at the moment i don't know what the positives are for my kids moving forward and this i know it can be hypocritical coming from a straight white man but i i look at it and just go but If we can still treat people like that, if we haven't moved on from the 1800s, you know, to the the 1950s uh, and things like that, when Americans or people, white people had slaves, um, we haven't really moved on past that. We still see black people as as less lesser humans or subhuman. Some people see black people as what better world are we moving into? And it's I just my brain is all over the place at the moment. Yeah, it has that impact completely. And it seems to be the machinations of a few people 
in power who themselves have fairly serious mental health issues to the point where they don't understand consequence and they will use anything at their disposal to keep the reins of power and using and exploiting the people who are most vulnerable is a very easy way to do that and you know that leads us down a political discussion which I don't really want to do but and that's my fault <laughs> I'm not going to it's not going to talk about party politics at all but from a kind of a worldwide perspective and for the impact that it has on you if you, if I'm just talking entirely about what's happening in America it's like somebody smacking a great big steel plate with a baseball bat near your head so they're not actually hitting you but the intention is there and the reverberation yeah co- goes through you it cascades through you and it that causes you pain it causes you psychological pain and you're recoiling from the violence and you're recoiling from the attitudes that some people have and you're fearful for the people involved and you're fearful for yourself as to what might happen in future. So anxiety is the perfect word for it really, because it makes everyone feel anxious. Yeah. And, And the other thing that comes from it is not knowing what to say or what to do. I I can't, and I feel like a hypocrite when I say certain things, and that makes me feel like I shouldn't be saying stuff, and then I should be speaking out, and that has me just like battling with myself internally as well, because there's no way I can turn around and say to a black person who's been directly targeted, been stopped in the street just because they are black and they are young, that has been stopped, searched believed to be a criminal just because of the colour. I can't turn around to that person and go, I understand. Because I don't. I can never understand what that's like. I can, but also I can't not say something because I need to say, look, you have my support. I don't look at you as a black person and go, I feel sorry for you. Or, oh, could that be, could they be dodgy? Because I don't feel that. But I can't say I understand them, which makes me feel I can't speak out because I'm not a powerful enough voice. Well, at the very least, that shows that you're on the right track. Yes. I mean, white guilt is real and we should feel it. But just the sheer fact that you're thinking about these things and torn up about them shows that you actually care. And the, the only thing that we can do is to be aware of our own privilege, of our own white privilege, and to try and... You know, going forward, consciously acknowledge it and, and atone and do the best that we can. Uh, but I do understand the guilt. That's another one of the mental health impacts that it has, is, is the feeling of guilt that we set all of this in motion. And we, we have to take a share of that guilt, and, and that's part of it. Yeah, indeed. And there's, there's these weird conflictions you have as well. And the phrase I always hate is, now is not the right time. And when it comes to trying to raise this, I think now is the perfect time. If you want to say something, maybe preempt it with, I apologise if this comes out wrong, it's not meant to. And then say what you've got to say. Because when we suffer with our mental health, to find the right words is difficult. And it's when you try and hide that, that the message comes across wrong as well. So if you do feel you want to go and support someone and say something, just preempt it a little bit. I'm trying to say this in the right way. So if it comes out wrong, I do apologise, but do tell me. But offer your support where you can. It it will help you, but it also allows your neighbours, both physically and metaphorically, literally, sorry, and metaphorically, 
know that you're there for them. Yeah. I think what, you know, from my personal mental health perspective, what I want to see over there is some healing and some some kindness. And I think there is there are sort of little threads of that coming through and you, you can see people gathering together and trying to make things a little bit better. At the same time, I completely understand why there's violence and destruction and looting. And part of me doesn't celebrate it is the wrong word, but it it feels like a a natural a natural progression of what's been happening to people, you know, specifically black people in America that following the regular lawful paths, laws that have been created by white people has not got a subsection of society or a large section of society anywhere anyway. So protest is the only thing that remains. And even that is being quashed. So I, I understand that as well. You are spot on there. Peaceful protest or trying to go through the courts and that has not worked. It's not worked for over 150 years. Okay, what has worked is taking a stand and doing things. We can look back at Martin Luther King. He tried to do it in the right way, the the supposed right way. He was killed. He died. Um, His message got across, but then America stalled. The world stalled and didn't take it further. He should have been the last word. It isn't. Um, And the powers that be, they're okay with people killing people. They're okay with people dying. We've seen that time and time and time again. What they're not okay with is businesses being targeted, is their livelihoods being targeted, and the violence that's erupted, the looting and the burning down of businesses. It's the one and only thing that gets their attention. And for me, I've got, I, I, will, I struggle with my morals on a lot of things. Like, going, is this the morally right thing to do? Should I do this? Or how will this affect? With this, I'm fully supported of the rioting. I, I, I know it sounds wrong, but I fully support the rioting. It's the only way to get their attention. Yeah, that's all it comes down to. It, it's the only thing that makes any appreciable difference. And I think it says more about the state when the state reacts in a violent way than it does about the protesters themselves. So bringing it to, again, how, how we feel, how yeah. we feel as individuals. Once you get started on that ball rolling of feeling as though the world is destabilized, it can be really hard to pick up from that because it takes such a long time for societies to piece themselves back together from uh, a turbulent time that the, the people who care and the people who, you know, the psychologically the victims of what's happened, which is the majority of people, you know, the, the impact on them is going to be immense. And just trying to, like you say, keep that, keep any positivity and not spiraling can be, can be really difficult. So, you know, a big shout to everybody who listens to the podcast that, you know, if you are going through a tough time, I know we'll end up probably saying this a couple of times during this podcast, but if you're hitting a bad point, reach out to us either on the Discord or directly, email, Twitter, whatever if you need to speak to us about things or link up with other people who are discussing it, because being alone in a destabilized time can be, can be an awful thing as well. Definitely. And what's okay to still do. And and this is easy to be lost at a time like this, your problems that you have, no matter how insignificant they may seem, 
are not all of a sudden null and void. Just because everything else is going on and is vitally important doesn't mean that your own issues aren't important as well. We need to also know that you don't just focus on one thing. It's okay to break away from that one thing, even though it's vitally important to help others. Still, you've got to speak out about the minor things because it's you will send yourself again down a path that you don't want to go down. Yeah, I think that's a really excellent point, it, and it bears repeating. But no issue that's going on in your life that's causing you unhappiness or distress or anxiety or any any mental health issue should be minimised just because there are big things going on in the world. I mean, the thing I always say is, you know, you can drown in a bathtub as much as you can in the ocean. Your problems are just as important. They're not small or minimised. They're critical to you. And therefore, they should be treated in a critical way. And what you said was absolutely spot on. You know, don't hide them away. Still speak to people. And don't think of yourself as unimportant, even during these times. And it could be you you might want to discuss what's been going on recently with someone. And again, without taking this into sort of like a white privilege sort of thing, going, oh, woe is us. As a white person and as white people, it can be very difficult to discuss because you don't understand the nuances, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't discuss it. Be okay, discuss, discuss something, but, but then be pointed. No, look, you, you've not quite got a grasp of it. This is how it is. Because also part of understanding your mental health and being able to move forward with it and live with mental health is understanding that you're not always right. I know for a fact that I'm not always right. And it's only recently I've really started to come to terms with that. And it's okay to have your opinion changed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's just what that is now. Just let people into your lives, even if they have to change your opinion. For sure. I don't know what else we can really talk about with this one. So it is short. And I say I didn't want to focus on games today. But have you got, before we sort of sign off, is there anything you wanted to add to this? Well, although I've said right at the, at the beginning that I didn't want to make it political, there are a couple of political things I'll point people towards just as a way of getting a bit more context for what's going on in the US because it might help. And there are three documentaries on Netflix. One of them is a documentary on the LA riots of 92. One of them is a documentary on who killed Malcolm X. And the other one is about the 13th Amendment in the US Constitution, which talks about how anybody in prison can be used essentially as a slave and how this impacts black lives. So I think understanding modern, and by modern, I mean, like you said, the last 150 years of America and its treatment of black people, those three things are essential watching if you want to understand it a bit more. So I'd point you towards that if if you're trying to understand things a little better and not just dividing it up into black and white. Yeah, that's it from me. What about yourself? Yeah, I mean, as you say there, it's almost poetic there, not dividing things into black and white. And that's almost would would create the better world. If everything wasn't black and white, everything is a shade of grey. And if we understood the nuances there, then the world would be a better place. But yeah, um, no, that's it from me. I'm not going to do the usual sign off. All I will say is if you do need to talk, we are there for you. You can find the links on the site. If you're listening in America, especially at the moment, please stay safe. 
next week we can return to normality within the podcast sense and we can get the usual chat going but until then thank you for listening Video games are often used as a way of being a distraction. 99% of the time, distractions are good to have. One of the reasons we didn't talk about video games today is sometimes you can't have a distraction. Sometimes you need to actually be 100% focused on what the situation is. The thing that is going on at the moment with Black Lives Matter, the protests and rioting in America, coincided with what is happening with COVID-19. It is important that we are focused on that. As one world, you need to now be focused on this. Video games don't matter if we are not living a life where everyone has the right and the freedom to not be oppressed just because of their the colour of their skin. Fight those who are doing their best to keep us down. I felt that needed to be said because I do expect some kickback on why we're not doing what we usually do and we should, distractions are great. I've seen the, the abuse that Sony have had for cancelling events and I'd rather be on that side of history and not the side that ignored it.